All right. Welcome to another session, another round, another episode. Dudes like us. I'm Sean. I'm, I'm Jeff. Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. Starting to get to allergy season. Yeah, you're a big yeah. snot ball, man. You're a little snivelly whiner over there. Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. You know, it comes in phases, though. Uh, I mean, I have allergies throughout the year. Well, you know, you but could take pills and the little snort snort. I don't like taking that stuff. Man. I hear you. It works, though. You know, I, I, I do um, I do take them this time of year in the fall. It's a yeah. little early, though. No spray works the best for me. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. I do that and... And the pill. Yeah, when my I don't take the, I don't, the pill? I don't do the nose spray year round. I do it in certain seasons, but I'll take an allergy pill every day. Yeah, because my think, my allergies are bad come uh, end of February March time frame here. Yeah, that's when mine get real bad. Interesting. See, mine's the opposite. It's uh, I always can gauge mine. It's it's right right before Halloween ish, and it's just it's horrendous. Where my eyeballs, I feel like I want to pull them out of my sockets. Yeah. Huh. And uh, it's got so bad where I've actually have <clears throat> gone to the doctor and got a steroid shot in your oh, wow. eyeball. In your eyeball, yeah, in my butt actually. Oh. Um, but that's only been that's only been twice, uh, and, wow. that, and that was a long time ago. Uh, I I haven't got it. I think uh, my body's either gotten adjusted to it a little bit, or the seasons just haven't as bad as bad for the last decade. Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, uh, it's acting up a little bit earlier this year. I'm starting to sneeze. I mean, well, you'll sneeze like thirty times in a row. Yeah, I've got a weird system like that. I, I I sneeze a lot. Thirty times is not an exaggeration. And you don't subscribe to the elbow in the in the in the mouth or in the nose. Uh, what? You know what I mean? You know, what they teach the middle. This schoolers? isn't hiccups. No, no, you're supposed to sneeze into your elbow. Oh, no, no. you let it all yeah, out, man. You, you do not. You're like, I'm about to sneeze, world. <laughs> I, well, it it depends where I'm at. Yeah, if I'm yeah. at home, it's 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 loud. Yeah, Jeff. It's Jeff has the loudest sneeze I've ever heard. Everywhere. <laughs> well, if I'm facing someone, I'm not going to do that into their face. Yeah, but Jeff, seriously, let's 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 let's, let's hone in on this. He, <laughs> Jeff has the loudness. He has a. It's so loud. It's so loud that I'm like. <laughs> so you yell. How do your vocal cords yeah, do so, that? So you yell sneeze. I guess it's just loud. It's just yeah. I I've, I've read reports that's like ancient that, stuff that, that if you hold comes it, out of his vocals. Yeah, it's quite. It's sad. like some sort of chant. Well, well, that's well, hold on, what have you read? Well, I've read that if you hold the sneeze in, oh, that's bad. That it's bad, and you can actually hurt yourself. Well, we're not suggesting that you well, hold it germs. in, just not yell. No, the, the force will like hurt you. Well, uh, the the nature of of not expelling these germs. There's a reason why you're sneezing. You're trying to expel the stuff that's... Yeah, so you're supposed to let it out. Yeah, but when you hold here. it and then all the... All I see the, people do that. Yes, and, like and it go, all goes into your chest and like your heart goes, oh, thanks yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. It's not good. That's crazy. It's well, the producer put up a bunch of uh, allergy stuff up on there now. I will tell you that... Flonase, um, yeah, that's back it. When, well, Flonase is exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, where I was getting to. So I would have to go to the doctor, and he would have to prescribe Flonase. Yeah, that used to and be prescription only. It was, like, ridiculous, and it would cost so much for that. Yeah. Oh, now you can go to Costco and get the, the yes, knockoff. Get to Costco. 15-pack for a nickel, you know? <laughs> well, it's still probably 30 bucks for a 15-pack, but... Uh, 
Yeah, but it's just it's, well it's so what, much what, bullshit. I mean, the the I mean the pharmaceuticals. Period. It's all about the fucking money. And I know everyone needs to make money. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, come on. I mean, when well, is enough is enough? I mean, are you come turned on. into a socialist? You progressive? Are. No, I'm not. It's what about these people that have diabetes that depend on the little? Uh, oh, I, I know. Yeah. You know, what are those the things they do? The sh- shots of insulin. Yeah, the, the insulin. It's ridiculous. Why uh, do you want to yeah. charge so much for that? You know, that's it's it's so ridiculous. Trump bent over backwards to to correct that stuff, and the first thing Biden's dumbass did was reverse it. So yeah. now the folks that were paying thirteen ninety nine a month for insulin I, to take I, care of stuff that they I literally need. Yeah, I literally think they went in and undid everything Trump did, not because it worked or didn't work, just because. They they didn't even look to see if it was effective. Right. They just said oh, Trump that, did it. Oh, Trump did it. I'll get it out right now. Yeah, but yeah. these but and it's crazy. And they and they didn't even really look because I mean these look these folks are dependent on the yeah. insulin. They're well, there's a lot of medicine it. like that. Insulin's probably the biggest one, but there's yeah. a lot of people that are dependent on certain medications. And then the the yeah, how about uh, cancer cancer medicines. Yeah. Uh, the the EpiPen. You know that was another oh, yeah, thing that was, that was drawn one. out. Where I think this I, this may have even been during uh, Trump's. Um, uh, presidential uh, time that he was in office where they had the, the, the chief financial officer or whomever was in charge of the quote-unquote EpiPen and she was like, uh, the, the Congress was talking to her, it's like, well, how much money do you need to make? How much money did you make last year? You know, and she was like, well, last quarter I made $600 million. Right. And they were like, last quarter? And they're charging how much? What five hundred per pound? Oh, it was like it was five hundred forty-five bucks, five hundred twenty bucks, something like that. It and, was and, and they know they can. They know they can because those people, people have to have them in case they have like an emergency. You know, and then and they, they were kind of like, "Why are they so expensive?" And and they were asking, they're posing the questions. They kept dodging, they kept dodging, they kept dodging, and finally they asked, "How much money do you make?" And she answered it, and they were like, "Is that not enough?" I, I mean, I'm telling you. The pharmaceutical companies are evil, man. They really are. I mean, Another well, well, I, I say that. I mean, they come up with life-saving things, right? I mean, there are some They don't come up with any of that shit. You well, know? I mean, there's obviously life-saving uh, breakthroughs they've had and stuff, but they're greedy. And they, they are and greedy. They, and they control the market, and they, and they uh, snuff out natural Well, a lot of these remedies. companies are not even American. A lot right. of them are over in Europe. AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna. Right. Those are all over in... Uh, I didn't know that. In Europe, yeah. Okay. I thought Pfizer was an American company. I don't believe, no? Well, Pfizer may be. It's owned by, well, part of the, one of the owners is George Soros. Yeah. Ugh. Is he really? Yeah. Johnson & Johnson. I think Johnson & Johnson's the American. Pfizer maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but I know like Moderna, uh, AstraZeneca. Um, but I know that the pharmaceuticals are in others. cahoots with the, the, the government and the FDA and stuff like that to... To squash and, something but that the one is thing you didn't talk about is it's China and, and and I hate bringing China 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 it's like Marsha 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 but you know what China is the one that is uh, they have they, they make all this stuff they yeah make that's, it. The, that's where the production is they right? make it they they procure it they make it like right now they're all in Afghanistan procuring the precious metals God knows who else is what they're doing over there and there's a lot of shit in Afghanistan we don't know about right. And they'd be going. They can go down there and getting pulling mercury out of the ground. They'd be going over there and and finding the the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> Pfizer is an American company. Yeah, China doesn't. Uh, I mean, they're they're not going to stop at anything. Yeah, Pfizer is a, an American company, and they are. They also have. Uh, they're they're like they're broke up into five different companies, and they are all. It's so that they cannot be sued. 
It's like you can't go directly after Pfizer uh, because they're owned by this and they're owned by that. Right. And I don't know how it, how the, the system broke. I mean, I used to know it at one point, uh, but it's like, it's just crazy. You it's go after one. Different legal entities, right? So. It's crazy. Well, it is crazy. it's bullshit. It's not crazy. It's absolute. It's genius, frankly. But at the same time, they're taking advantage, and they're a bunch of freaking. I'm sure a lot of companies. I, I'm sure a lot of large companies set that up that way. I mean, because everybody, the whole world is so happy nowadays, right? Uh, well, you know, ever since the lady sued McDonald's for giving her hot coffee, that's the way it all started. Uh, I think that was the that biggest was one. Scalded her. Yeah, she got hot coffee and she her. burned herself. I remember that. So he, she sued McDonald's and won. Wow. Was she not wearing underwear? She was nude. Nude. Well, she probably had a in the drive through. She was all nude in and the drive through. No, I don't know. It was an old lady. It was an old, I think it was an was older it really? lady. Was oh, so, yeah. Interesting. It was an older lady. You know, it, it's kind of like, uh, I, I mean, but where does it stop? Because, you know, I mean, I, I, I ate a piece of chicken uh, breast and it came from the restaurant and I put it in my mouth and there was a pocket of scalding water inside the chicken. So I cut Is up. a real story? Yeah, it happened. I mean, I, I took a piece, bit into it, and it was kind of like a bubble. It exploded. And it was a push, and it just like sprayed lava in my mouth and burnt the entire roof of my mouth. Oh, wow. I could be well, rich right now. Well, litigious people would sure, go, dude. oh, I'm going to sue someone. I'm going to go immediately to the doctor and get my mouth looked at. Oh, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go sue somebody. I, I, I'm going to resist arrest. <laughs> good. Yeah, that's a good plan. I think that's what I'm going to do. I think All that's right. going to go well for you. All right. I'm We're drinking a fantastic bourbon tonight. You know, shockingly so. You yeah. know, I wasn't thinking that it was, uh, I didn't have high expectations. I thought, I I, I didn't have high expectations, period. It, it was Jim Beam. No, let's be honest. You had, you had low expectations. I, 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 you, I knew it was going to be, uh, I knew it was going to be good. I didn't realize it was going to be this good. Okay. Because I know Jim Beam has been around for quite some time. Yeah. And they've got, they've got masters in their, in their corner and they're, uh, they've, they've got masters in the corner. So this one does not taste like the label says it should. I mean, because it says it's 108 proof and it does not taste hot. Right. No, mm-hmm. I got you. It's very sweet. All right, who's going to do the honors on it's this? A very th- I think Sean, well, he's he's quite in love with this Yeah, bourbon. you are. All right, well, this is... Uni- I am as well. It's uniquely perfect every single time. Every t- every, every, every single period. time. Every bottle of Jim Beam single barrel is unique, perfect in its own way, both in distinct flavor, personality of the liquid itself, and the wisdom of the master to still have printed on its back. Ah, oh, does it have anything else? Uh, so it's uh, so it is I'll, Jim Beam single barrel. Yeah, I don't yeah. see exactly it's not regular, what it is up there. It's it, not a regular Jim Beam. This is the single barrel. It's there got you a, go. Uh, it's a little classier look to it. It does have a classy bottle. Um, I like it, it. It doesn't have the white Jim Beam label on it. It's got a black smaller label. I, I'll on tell it. you one thing that was kind of a turn off. Uh, simply was the screw cap. And it, yeah. it's very misleading. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, bourbon lovers out there, I, I, I don't. It we, had a screw top. It had a screw top. I don't want to. I'm not. It did. The goal here, the in game for us doing this. I don't want to stay too long on this, but this is one I would recommend. Yeah, it's tasty. It's got a lot of flavor to it. The the, the nose. The pitcher has a cork. That's oh. not it. It isn't. I don't believe so. It's well, it's a different bottle than that that we have, but it is single barrel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ours, that is, one. A, ours yep. is 108 proof. This says it's 95 proof. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but each barrel—that's why I call it single barrel. Each barrel is different. 
That's right. So if we get so it's very the, good, it'll it'll have the barrel number on the uh, bottle. So if you like that, when you hunt for this barrel number, but if you get a different barrel, it could taste different than this. Right. So. Probably not by much, but but man, if you're like really into yeah. very particular taste, yeah, some people could probably tell a difference. But uh, is there anything about go to the taste? Oh, it says grain, sweet, oak, fruit, char. Uh, That's apparently the taste. Char, char. Right. I taste char. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, it's not the way they're supposed to describe it. But that's okay. Well, it's uh, the color. It's it's a warm honey gold in the glass, deep full autumn in the bottle. I guess this, this all refers to the the color. Well, this is just some guy's review of it. Um, for a hundred. Okay, so the aroma is surprisingly shy. You you yep. really have to coax it up, uh, which is unusual for a hundred and eight proof bourbon, which is basically what. I was detailing. Yeah. You know, the legs, um, I mean, who really cares? Uh, but this yeah. one's, the first, the taste welcomes with, a, it's like a pecan, coffee, cake, dried dates, all served on a bed of smoothness, but deeply infused with ethanol. Lettuce. Deeply infused with ethanol, which is what uh, Paul was bringing up. Yeah, no, the you nose know, was. It was, uh, it, it, I, my nose is kind of shut down right now because of the allergies, so maybe that's uh, affecting it. I'm smelling some vanilla now. Now that it's opened up some, let it, let it Man, I, Yeah. Hold on, what, what is this guy saying? Legs, I mean, who really cares, but more sheets than legs. What the hell is he talking about? That's bourbon speak, I guess. It is bourbon I speak. I guess we're not cool enough to understand. We're not. That. We're not bourbon ears. We need to start getting into the lingo here. What are no. sheets? It says, yeah, legs. I mean, who really cares? But more sheets than legs. Look that up for us. What is, what is bourbon legs? The hell is that? I don't know. It's like it's like when they they describe this, they could taste like eighteen different fruits and twelve different spices. And it's uh, do whiskey legs matter? What are legs in bourbon? All right. Well, here we go. So uh, the okay. Uh, step one. What are legs in bourbon? That's just like when raise you, your when, glass to like the light when you're drinking and give it wine. a swirl or two. You'll see the the liquid leaves a trail, trail. as it flows. That's back into the base of the glass. These are called These legs. These are called legs or tears. I've heard that with wine. Okay, you're, supposed now to do look that, you're supposed to do that with wine. So sheets are supposed to be better, right? So if it's in sheets, that's better than legs? Put in sheets. I guess it means instead of small, skinny legs, there are sheets coming down the side of the glass. Right, right, right. Just my guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. It says, but more sheets than legs. All right, so basically it was... Uniform coming down the glass. Uniform versus. Well, if you hold it up, I mean, and you well, do I that, know. and it's, you'll see it. That's kind of dumb. Why? Why does anybody care about this? Because that's the viscosity. And that's what he's saying. I mean, who really cares? That's what he's saying. It tastes good. Okay. Well, I give this guy credit for, for. Basically, wrote a sentence and says it doesn't matter. All right. So we we essentially learned a new thing today, and that's the legs of a bourbon is is the trail that it leaves or the tears on the side. So when you do the little swirling, the viscosity will adhere to the side of the glass. And is it coming in tears or is it in a sheet? Is it a thick coating around the entire rim of the glass or the interior, or is it kind of? Uh, yeah, but we need know. to know what that means, right? So is it is it supposed to be a bad bourbon if the if the legs are? I, I think skinny? it has something to do with the, like what Jeff said, the viscosity of how yeah, thick I agree. it is. And so that, if it's a thick that's bourbon, that's directly it's related to temperature too, though. 
I don't know. That's something we're going to have to research. Oh, thanks, Jeff, for turning on the well, line. Why don't we open, uh, open up the lines and see if somebody's going to call in and let us know what the legs and sheets are? Okay, let's do that. Hey, this is Paul Rizzo. I got a... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that went bad in a hurry. Oh. Paul Rizzo. It's Rizzo. All right, are we done with the uh, we done with the bourbon review? I thought it was it was good. Like I said, yeah. I mean, do you do you taste anything specific? I mean, it's got the traditional bourbon flavors. I think. Ah, you're uh, right. It did open up. Yeah, it, it doesn't smell ethanol-y anymore. Uh, I, I'm liking it. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm thinking. I, I honestly, I think that every time we bring a bourbon, we get it from the store. I think we need to open it. I think we need to open it, let it sit in with the, the cap off. No, bring it home, bring it here, open it, let it sit for ten minutes with the cap off, and then put the cap back on. I, I'm, you know, I'm a, I, I just, I think we need to try it. We could, well, what you don't know what to compare it to, though. Why do we put the cap back on? I figured we just leave it off for ten minutes and then well, you know, sample it. Well, I, I like where that's going, but that's. I think know, what you do <laughs> we is we bring home three bottles at a time. We'd be shit faced. We well, can't I, even get out of the damn store without getting shit faced. Let I alone, know, I know, come home and sample more. Going to peanut butter and jellies, which we haven't done in a few. We weeks. haven't done it. Well, apparently, I think it's never happening again. Well, Put Sean to sleep. Yeah. He does like that's three one hundred shot shots because he can't control one hundred percent shots. Whatever. I'm not, <laughs> you ruined a great. I was going to say I'm not an alcoholic, but I was like, well, maybe I am. I don't know. But <laughs> the thing is, man, look, it, it, it does every every time we do it, which is ninety nine percent of the time we've gone to Total Wine. We're usually leaving with a, a double shot. We double fist a, a, a two complimenting liqueurs, peanut butter and jelly. Mostly well, they're supposed to be liqueurs, not moonshine, like you get. Well, you know, I, I do the, the, the peanut butter flavored bourbon and uh, some sort of uh, fruit flavored vodka. Yeah, I mean, the, it's, it's the base is full, full, full proof, right? right? Whether it's a whiskey, whether it's a rum, that's right. a full proof. And these of are these are the is. mini bar bottles, so they're 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 more than a yeah, full mini. shot. These are like a, a shot and half, two shots, like a martini style. They are, and then we marry whatever that base is with a uh, a. Chocolatey something or Ooh, a, fruity or, or fruity. They something. are yummy. They and, are yummy. Oh, but great. God bless. Yeah. When we're pulling out of that parking lot, well, I've got it's uh, not the bad. the radio's off and I've got music playing. You know, there's <laughs> well, you're the only one because you we're fine and you fall asleep. So then he wakes up at eleven. Let's go. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you guys? Cool I up? did. <laughs> I got home completely passed out and came to around eleven o'clock. I text you guys and I'm like, okay, I'm up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing tonight? I was like, I'm in bed. <laughs> yeah. I was totally in bed. I had been sleeping for thirty minutes. Yeah. And Shelly's like, your phone's going off. <laughs> Fucking Sean. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. So I can't. I mean, you know, and, and the thing is weird is because well, it. I don't think it's just the the uh, peanut butter and jelly shots, it's the barrage of samples that we're doing in there, too. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> well, Sean goes in there and makes sure he has the largest sample. Well, well, I mean, it helps. Well, the funny thing is, like, usually when you go into these places, there's usually a good-looking woman standing behind a, a, a little table, right? Or men. And, and, and you know, they, they, it's a setup deal. Right where you see where they are, you see where the samples are, you know what they are. Right. But we've gotten to a VP, a VP, VIP status, where we know the guys that work there. Where they hunt us down. Well, yeah. Well, or, or I see them and I'm like, hey man, what do you, you know, what do you have? And they, they have like a little side stash. Yeah. And they just, and he's like, yeah, oh, we've got a couple bottles of this and this. Well, come on over. And then we do like an ad hoc, 
an ad hoc tasting, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll have like a couple shots of bourbon while we're there. Exactly. And it's like, it's not, it's totally VIP treatment. Well, speaking of VIP treatment, it's kind of funny. Our producer just brought over some Girl Scout yeah. mint cookies. What's going on with that? Thank you, Mr. Producer. That was nice. Yeah. Are these fat free? Uh, all of them. Mm. Uh, negative. I think they're going to, they're, they're going to, um, Pair pretty well with the bourbon. Mm. It's good. Yes, we're all trying to muscle down the thin mint without uh, choking on it. Here's the problem. So I've been cleared to start working out, right? After this shoulder surgery. Is that a problem? It's working out as oh, far with the, as with the like weightlifting? No, 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 no. To get on the bike. Right. So I've got this, you know, bike that was collecting dust for months and months and months, probably a year, right? And finally, I'm I'm back on it. And then when you bust your ass, I mean, I'm busting my ass, right? It's a 30-minute ride, but still, I'm drenched, and I'm, like, groaning, and it's hard. And I get done, and it says, congratulations, you're done. That was 300 calories, right? And so I'm thinking to myself, 300 calories, hmm. And then I start walking around when I get hungry, like I want a snack, and I pull the shit off the shelf, and I'm like, 190 calories for two of these, whatever it is. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, shit, man, that's more than half of what I... Just, just busted did. my ass doing on the bike. Yep. Yeah, but your body is constantly burning calories. This is true. This is true. You are burning calories. But the point is, you know, if you if you look at it like that, it's like, what the hell am I getting on the bike for? Yeah. Because I'm sitting well, here. Well, you now, can't now look I'm, at it I'm, like I'm, that. Now I'm shoveling a thin look, down In my order throat. to really lose weight, one of the things is you have to be negative calories, right? You have to burn ah. more calories than you take in. Yeah. Well, just don't be a fat ass. Don't be a gluttonous pig. It is we're that, eating thin mints and drinking bourbon. It is honestly that simple. Yeah. You have to burn more than you consume. I'm choking on a thin mint. And that's the that's the problem. Does I think the older you get, I think your body may burn less calories. Well, the metabolism. Your metabolism slows your down. Your metabolism slows down. Oh, that slows down. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these thin mints, they bring me back. They oh, bring great. me back. Well, I remember like when I was oh my god. I mean, Girl Scout cookies have been around for a long time. At least and, 1980. Yeah. Back in the 80s and it was just like <laughs> I mean, really, do you remember as kids being... Yeah, but my sister was a brownie. I don't know if she ever... She made it the Girl Scout before she hung her hat, and she sold cookies, but it wasn't the it wasn't the racket that it is now. Oh, um, yeah, now I they're, mean, out, now it's, they're in front of every store. I, I remember there were there were pockets of times where... Um, and, of course, Girl Scout cookies come out kind of annually at a certain time. I don't know what time that is, but yeah, you know I do... No, no, not... Well, they do eventually. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like these Thin Mints are coming out annually. All right. So anyways, uh, I, I just remember <laughs> that we would buy these these Girl Scout cookies. And I remember uh, in New Jersey, we would go to, uh, we'd buy the cookies. I mean, there was a stand and, like out in front of the grocery store. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And there, okay. then we would go to, uh, we, we you know, this is like the summertime or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but we were able to go to the movies afterwards. That's the whole point is that we smuggled the cookies oh, into the nice. movie theater. Very nice. And that was the deal. And you ate the whole damn box. Of course you ate the whole damn oh, box. But so, then you could. Sometimes too. I know. You could, totally you could. could. That's crazy. Wow. But they But they make... Hold on, the producer just put up something. The Girl Scout sells 300 (laughs) boxes of cookies outside of a marijuana dispensary in just six hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know know they're going to need them. I think one of the complaints that some of the girls have with Girl Scouts is it's basically geared toward selling cookies. It's so commercial. That's why they want to do stuff like the Boy Scouts. They're like, this isn't what we intend or wanted, right? They they turned into spokesmen for the cookie program, which is completely separate from the Girl Scouts. They don't do 
They, what do you mean? I'm just saying that the where does the money go to? Like what percentage of it actually goes to? What do the Girl, Scouts, the Girl Scouts do? Scouts? I mean, they don't do shit. What Girl Scouts do is they what they they fucking get croquet crochet uh, no, patches. No, that is not fair at all. My it, mom, it's not fair. But my I'll mom tell you, was my, a Girl Scout leader. Yeah, that's what it was. was. That was Forty but years ago. Nowadays, it's well, changed. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Well, I, I honestly I'm don't just know. Saying, but I would be, dude, they go on cookouts and they go on sister, campouts. My sister went on cookouts. Yes, but that was back then. They do Boy Scouty things. Now, nowadays, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it's not like that, man. I, the, I guarantee How do you know that? Well, I just because they're greedy sons of bitches. <laughs> That's what it is. Everyone, anyone that makes fucking money is greedy. Okay, I get that. But that the people that make the fucking cookies, hold on. <laughs> I just shovel this shit down your throat. It's good stuff. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's unfair to say that they don't do anything other than sell cookies and that they're a bunch of greedy All little right, bitches. I get it. I'm not saying the Girl Scouts are greedy sons of bitches. I'm saying the organization. That the yeah, yeah, the organization. Yeah, no, the I, actual I get that. cookies aren't the Girl Scouts. Let's be clear. Well, no, they don't make them. No, I'm, I'm just saying, but it has nothing to do with the Girl Scouts. Well, they're raising money for the Girl Scouts. They are giving a percentage to yes. the Girl Scouts. What is the percentage? Look that up. Where does the I, rest I would of be it curious. go? Look up the percentage. I heard it's like they make 20%. The rest of it goes into well, the fat people's pocket that well, make the boxes. Well, shit. That's a good, good, pretty good percentage, actually. No, no. 80%. 20% goes to the Girl Scouts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought that was pretty good. Well, they don't make the Girl Scout motherfucking cookies. If you're going to put the name on the box, I need to be making 80%. Hold on. They don't make the cookies. All they do is get a bunch of boxes and have to sell them for them. Fuck that. I don't know. I don't think. Well, hold on. Let's find out. What is the percentage, Mr. Producer? I don't think so. It says 100% of it. All of the net revenues raised through the Girl Scout cookie program, 100% of it stays with the local council and troops. That can't be true. Ah. That's net revenue. Net revenue. So they, so they buy the cookies at cost? No. They buy the cookies at somewhere. And you know what? Whatever. So the point is, um, <laughs> we would get these cookies. And See what you did, Mr. Producer, we would by go putting to thin the, mints uh, on our desk? We would sit there and, and go to the movies. And I remember it was like uh, for a couple of weeks in a row, it seemed like the best time ever. And it was right in the 80s when all these fucking weird-ass movies were coming out. Tron. Like Tron. Like Gremlins. <laughs> Um, let me see. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Flash Gordon. Man. Airplane. Airplane. Jaws 4. Were you able to see Airplane Why, in the movie Why, because 1, theater? 2, and 3 were in the 70s? Why couldn't you have gotten Jaws, Jaws 2? Jaws was in the 70s. Jaws 2 may have been in the 70s. I'll tell you, one of, the, so. one of my favorite movies to, to go uh, during the 80s was Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Let's well, not forget Empire great. Strikes Back. That one came out in 1980. Yeah. Indiana Jones was that that whole series was amazing. You know that next one, yeah. the, they're making another one. Are they really? Yes. Are they going with that one dude again? Do Indiana they... Jones or what, what? The hell's his name? Harrison Ford is in it, but I think it's his son who oh. is the Schwarz. Montana was his name. Montana Montana was. Well, in the last movie, they passed the torch, the the, the crystal skeletons well, think, or whatever. Well, I think, and it went to that dude that's eccentric, that actor that's Shia eccentric. LaBeouf. Yes. He, he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be the new Indiana Jones. I don't think Jones. he's in this one. Are, are you? What are you talking about? The the Crystal Skulls. Indiana yeah. Jones Part Five. Oh, they made it clear that there was going to be a handoff. That that's his son in the movie, and they made it clear yeah. that that he's passing the torch to that this guy. That was kind of a weird and episode I there was, where the skulls, uh, when like they came together, skulls. they kind of made some sort of uh, information overload and burnt that lady's brain out with 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 data. 
it's like I thought it was a spaceship. Well, they're alien skulls. Yeah, there were alien skulls, and they the lady was like, "Give me odds and knowledge. I want it all." Well, you and know, these that beams was like, were coming, if, and they were is coming that was just her. like the original, right? Where they the Lost Ark, and they. Don't look at it, and they all get zapped. No, oh, that was oh, different. Oh. That was different, and the face melted. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, that was oh big, yes. Big what stuff. a great that was, scene that was, that was. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was the first one. Yes. That was yeah. also when the big German got chewed up by the propeller. Oh, yeah. They were yes. fighting. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they on the blood spot. That's also where Harrison Ford kind of came out with his little the the comedic spot where you know the the guy comes out, jumps out in front of him, comes up with a sword, and he looks at him like, "Please, bitch," <laughs> and then shoots him. <laughs> yeah, and they all cheer. Yeah, <laughs> all the people. Oh, there's the melt. Oh yes, it's the face, face melting. melting. Yeah. So yeah, you see the flame. Oh. And Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's actually pretty good graphics considering they're yeah. back then, but oh, oh that was a nice explosion. Anyways, so yeah, oh, we went to go see face. that movie. Um you know, we actually went to go see believe it or not, it was but those were some of the classic ones. But uh some of the riffraff eighties was like Herbie goes bananas. Oh, there were a bunch of Herbie movies, weren't yeah, there? there? There were those a bunch started of, back in this. Those were Disney movies. Yeah, there was like a bunch of Saturday matinee movies. It was crazy. Outside of the the mainstream, I mean, this is the other one producer put up on the screen where the the Arabian dude comes out with a sword. He's like, oh, oh, oh I've got this, and he's just like, oh, please, because you know See, Harrison like Ford has been well, he's been running all over the 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 city, dodging vases, hiding in an. That's you such know, a and, great movie, though. It really ain't is. Nobody got time for this. Yeah. Then you had Temple of Doom, <laughs> where they were digging out hearts. Oh yeah. Right. Hearts. That was the third one. No, that was the second one. Second one. It was the second. The Temple one. of Doom. Yeah. Yeah, that would. It was been... so. It was that movie and Gremlins that created PG thirteen. That's, uh, that's really? how. That's how that happened. Yeah. People. Parents were like, went the whole the whole heart thing, like you said. They were like, well, what the hell's going on? And then they put Grim, one of the gremlins in the blender and, oh, blew, yeah. and blew up one of them in the microwave. Yep. And that was just too much for the parents. So they created uh, PG-13. PG-13. Well, yeah. you know, you scarred some of the kids that were like sure. five, six years old. And they were like, I wasn't expecting Kalima. that. Call him <laughs> And they were lowering them down in the pit. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> and he almost looked like some from a Saturday Night Live skit, you know? <laughs> it really yeah. did. He looked like the guy from Fish, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good movie too. The, hey, the, oh, uh, come over movie. here, but put some blood on your face. You go um, down the hole. I remember the uh, <laughs> the blonde lady in it was attractive, from what I remember. Uh, well, you know, he always had to have a sidekick. Well, hold on. What was her name? Uh, blonde she, girl. Was she popular? I think she was. Um, there she is, right there. There she is. She was really pretty. I wonder what her name was. Um, is it Kate Capshaw? Oh, it might be. And she married. Did you just nail it? And she married Steven Spielberg. Oh wow! Did you know that? I did not know that. Allison Duty. No. No. no, I think it's. I think he's right. It's Kate Capshaw. Oh, yeah, look at that. Kalima. There, he's got a beating heart in his uh, hand. I was thinking of the. Tell uh, me that's not horrifying for an eight-year-old kid want, wanting to watch Indiana Jones. Yeah, isn't the uh, little Asian kid the kid from uh, Goonies? I don't know. How would I know that? Because you saw in, you saw both movies, didn't you? 
I don't think so. Yeah, Kate Capshaw. Yeah, there she is. Good job. Very nice. Then Kay Ha Kwong is uh, short round. How is Dan Aykroyd in Indiana Jones? He's Weber. What? He's Weber. I don't remember him being in that movie. I don't know. What role was that? Weber. He he must have been a uh, like a. Well, that is I don't recall. Like a bit he part. must have been like a like a museum administrator or something like that. You know how they always have a scene where they're, right. t- you know, trying to have him get collect artifact. Oh wait oh, a yeah, second, there no. He is. So he, I think he's a British. He's some sort of British guy in that movie. I don't know British. Ah, whatever. So, anyways, we we would go to these um, the theater. Matinees and the matinees, and we jump all over this. I mean, is any in a? I mean, what other? Is that what started your your movie buffets? You think? Well, I mean, it was opportunity. So you know, the fact that I was a military brat living on a military base, and there wasn't shit to do. Um, you know, back then it was different. You know, for all kids because we didn't have phones, and the the the, we had three channels on TV, four channels, whatever it is. There, it was. So you were outside. Yeah, I mean, we we actually lived, right, and got to experience stuff like look at that bug. Yeah, we used to go into the (laughs) woods, and uh, there was a creek behind the the house where I grew up, woods and whatnot. We go back there and we'd catch snakes, garter snakes. We go down there and we'd catch uh, crawdads. Go down there in the creek, lift up rocks, and we'd have a jar full of crawdads. Yeah. yeah, I used to. I used to that go. Was exactly what boys should be doing. Yeah. Oh, well, well, there was a couple of girls that went with us. Uh, yeah, we would leave. I'll tell you, man. I uh, I have to go to to um, New Jersey for my job, and uh, so I started checking out uh, some of the places I have to go to. And it turns out that where I grew up in New Jersey, uh, Fort Monmouth in Eatontown, um, the house there it just brought back a flood of memories. And it's still and there. The the house is still there. They 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 uh, opened up the uh, fort to the civilian uh, public where people can buy the houses and stuff. And but you haven't seen it yet. I've physically been there because I haven't. But I mean, you can yeah. go on Google and you can co- co- uh, clearly see it. But Jeff talks about the creek behind the house, and we had something oh, similar. Gotcha. Yeah. And there was what they call the duck pond, and we used to uh, we used to go fishing there in the mornings. And but. We used to get our own bait because we were challenged to getting money. So we would get up, uh, we'd leave the house, and I would sneak out like at one o'clock in the morning. And we, I, I remember climbing out, and I'm good. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm good. I don't need to be right now. Uh, I'd climb out the back, and we would get like a, a. They didn't have five. I forget what the hell we were carrying them in, but we would get night crawlers, and we would uh, go out there with a flashlight, and we'd find the worms. And you'd have to tick your fingers, and you'd have to catch them really quick uh, because they're super quick. You ever try to catch a nightcrawler? And they because they're they lay out. I'm at not night. exactly sure what a nightcrawler even a is. A nightcrawler is, is a, a, a very centipede? huge worm. It's, it's a large worm. It comes out its hole, and uh, and it, yeah, we it, should dig for them all the time. I don't know what the hell it does. It it, it like basks in the moonlight or something. I don't know what it does, <laughs> but it comes out at night. And okay. you can see it because you oh, get a yeah, flashlight. We, we got some pictures and up here. It's the top left there. I was going to say that is not an earthworm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, is. they're so, big, but I mean, they're, yeah, they're well, large. Oh, okay, well, okay, well, hold on. They're large. Nightcrawler is the same thing as one of those big earthworms. Okay, it's exactly what it is. It's a, because this is I, a, I, as a kid, I played with lots of gigantic worms, like big worms, sticky, oh, yeah. and they left a long trail of. of oh yeah, of, when of, you pick them up and they go into panic mode, they oh they, they poop. Well, they poop, but then they 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 expel this 
highly viscous slime. Yes. Yes, they do. Well, and then and then we would hook them. I mean, we go fishing, right? You oh yeah. Take the big worm and cut well, it in you, half, and well, it's yeah. just squirming all around, and you put it on the hook. And oh it, yeah. And it's like shitting on you, but it's not really. I guess his guts are. Well, you got to imagine mud. these these earthworms are are climbing through the mud, so they're basically it's just uh, mud. Do they on the do they eat the of their mud? bodies? They do have they to eat, eat the it. mud as part of their traveling through the mud? They have to because when you cut it in half to put it on the on the on the hook, it's ex- excreting black, you know, brown stuff. Well, our I'm assuming our poop, it's mud. Our poop is brown as well. I don't think it's poop. I think it's mud. I think you're right. Yeah. So worms eat dirt, the animal newer, and organic matter. Also, worms procreate with themselves. They're Ooh. asexual. Well, don't we all? No. The worms are asexual, which means that <laughs> there's uh, they don't have a sex. They're kind of like a sponge. They reproduce by fission. Fission? <laughs> Without worms sexual have... organs. Yes. So yeah, that's right. Because I remember in seventh grade, the big thing was it was in science class. Was the big thing it was the first time you start doing dissections. Yes. And they would bring in these humongous, bigger than normal earthworms, right? Nightcrawlers, and you'd sit there and you'd get your little scalpel and you'd lay it open and you could see all the ganglia and all the yeah, whatever that was else, cool. I, that, you know, the, all the pieces. That right? was one thing I missed right, right, right. about school. Uh, you know, that was one thing. Uh, producer, do they do that currently? They, in lab class, did you ever have to dissect a rat or a or a? We okay. did a we okay. did a pig. I think Brandon did a pig. We did a pig. Oh, wow. We did an earthworm. We did a rat. I think we did a larva. I think Brian, I think Stephen did pig too. Like a big pig, full three hundred pound hog. <laughs> <laughs> they put it on <laughs> had, from the no, ceiling and no, it, it. Was, it was like a little pig. They skinned it, it made moccasins big, out of the skin. It was a oh. big flat. Yeah, a, a frog. Okay, so I'll tell you. I'll share a, a little. We did snippet. a frog as well. I uh, I took. Uh, I brought my lunch to school one time, and remember the Lipton cups, cup of soup. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, well, I took a one of the dehydrated peas out of the soup, and I shoved it in one of the uh, the frog's veins or this open cavity. And uh, I, I called the teacher over and said, what is that? And uh, the teacher was like, I don't know, but it's growing. You know, because <laughs> you know, you know, the pee started soaking up the formaldehyde. Gross. Yeah, that shit stunk, too. I still remember that smell, that formaldehyde. They'd pull, yeah. pull the frogs out or the worms, whatever it was, and it just has that, that smell. See, that brings up the other uh, movie with E.T. where he's trying to free all the freaking, uh, what, what were they killing? Oh, yeah. Mice? E.T.? I saw that movie once. Remember, E.T. was watching a movie where uh, he was he was mind melded with Elliot. Oh wow, Elliot! Elliot. Yeah, he was mind melded with Elliot, and whatever he was watching on TV, he was making. He was Elliot was doing in the classroom. Yeah, and the E.T. was he was uh, consuming alcohol. He was consuming Coors beer, Coors? and then Elliot got drunk. Yes. Yes, and so he ET was watching the TV, and his like animals were being like something, like set them free or something, and so he started setting all the all the frogs free. Set them free, set them free. But weren't the and frogs they, dead? No, no, they were all alive. They were in jars or something. Okay. There were frogs. Yeah, they, they all, there were frogs the kids, all over the place. They made the kids euthanize, so they had a live frog, and they no had way. this. Uh, they had a barrel, a little. Um, they had a glass container. And the teacher would come around with a cotton ball. That's right. And he would drop the cotton ball that was soaked in some sort of cyanide, something Ether. that would uh, kill the the frog. So they they the frog was alive. 
the teacher would come by, drop the the cotton ball in there, and the frog would eventually die. Is this based on the movie or this, this is what you remember? This is what happened in the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. And, wow, I uh, saw the movie once. I don't remember any of this. Oh and, yeah. Uh, so the, the then and that's when Ellie was like, "Free the the frogs," and he was free. And then they had the 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 camera went to this one girl, and she had a frog on her hair. She was like, eh, screaming. Right, and then in the movie, uh, oh, the, the actor grabs the woman and kisses her, and he grabs a girl that he likes in the classroom and kisses her, and he gets mm. in major trouble. Did he get a SWAT? I got a first boner. Did he? What? What? Did he, did he get a SWAT? <laughs> what the hell is a SWAT? A you, smack. You never got SWAT on the ass from school? Oh, I why well, he got in major trouble. Well, yeah. those are illegal His these days, I believe. But yeah, I remember the. Uh, I remember there were certain teachers you never wanted to get a SWAT from. Yeah, like, I don't like a coach. I, yeah, I never got swatted. I think I was yeah. on the tail end of the swatting but, thing. No, it was, it was full bore when I was going to school. You know, you you if into you what be- year? Like all the way through a senior in high school? Yeah, you. Yeah, my, wow. my two friends got it in high school. Got got paddled. Yep, by the uh, vice principal. He oh was this, he was I, a, he was a softball coach. And, uh, and and weren't you given an option? Like you could either get paddled or do suspension. I think so. Or and they're like, we'll, we'll or, take the swats. And uh, I got like out of it somehow. Take it like a man. I got out of it somehow, and they still hold that over me. And uh, I remember they said, yeah. White we, privilege? Could, well, they're both white. white. Well, actually, the one guy's half Japanese, so Ooh. maybe there's some racism. Oh, there was a racist deal going on there. Yeah. But no, the other guy's just I've never heard of SWATs. I, I, I did, like, my elementary, junior high in in uh, in, in New Jersey, and then um, I went to El Paso, you know, I showed up. Uh, the t- uh, I was technically it was like high school, right? And I show up, and I'm playing basketball, and not to be, uh, but whatever. So I was in there, and and I grabbed the the net, and I was kind of pulling up myself up on it. And they said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, just pulling up myself on the net, just playing around." You know, I was playing basketball, right? You know, and uh, jewel. so this guy, <laughs> this coach, on this dude takes me to the back, and I was thinking, "Well, oh, you're gonna man. like it." Abuse you? No. Oh. Wow. You gotta, <laughs> Come with me in this back closet. It's very sensual. You were like, you got a couple options here. I can paddle you. You can zip. I, I had no idea why he called me in the back. So I went in the back and I was thinking, oh, he probably wants to, you know, have me play on the basketball team or something. I had no idea. So you know, he was like, you know, put your hands on the desk. So I put my hands on the desk. He opens up a drawer, takes this thing out, and just whacks me. You know, there's what? no, there's Did it nothing. Warn you? There no, was no warning. You had there no was idea. nothing. Takes it out. Whack! He says, "Don't grab that net again." <laughs> and you didn't, did you? Did it hurt? Uh, yes, it hurt. Well, I mean, assuming it did, but I mean, you know, it hurt like a motherfucker, and, and I was unprepared. Did I had cry? no idea what the hell's going on, and cry? I'm thinking, uh, no, I did not. But you know, but still, does it matter? No, I it, mean that's a violation of your of your of. Uh, well, he should have told you first. Yeah. But well, I had I have no, no idea that was something. You know, yeah. I had no idea thought if that was even something. That that's must have been bullshit. the last straw. You must have been just driving this coach crazy for for months. That's brand new. And finally, he's like, "I'm swatting, this dude." Kid. I was brand new. Maybe new. He, maybe that just, was like the first. Maybe day he there. looked at you and was like, "I got to sell this guy down." On I was day white one. and he was black, and I was in El Paso. So you're racist. He was evidently. No. White kids are allowed to be paddled. No, it can't go the other way. It's only you yeah. can be racist. Well, I mean you right. put a black racist in the in a in a in a powerful position, they're gonna you know, they're gonna act out. But they're not racist. You as a white kid forced a black coach to paddle you. Yeah, That's it's your racism. Fault. 
Wow. Why? Why? White privilege. He should have given me a warning. <laughs> he should have given me a warning. He should have given so me a warning. So for real, did you guys get ever sent to the? Uh, were you, did you ever get in trouble in school? Like sent to the principal's office or the sure. assistant principal's God, office? Sure. What did you, you know, do? The more and more I think about it, I was a piece of shit. Really? You got sent there all the time? Man, I, I just. Yeah. What I were mean, you doing? I, just doing stupid stuff? I, I'm just. Uh, I, I was a. I was a goof. I mean. I, and they just got tired of it. Send send his ass out. I, I guess. I mean, no, well, no, no, no. I didn't act up in class and get kicked out. I, it was just I would do things like bring stink bombs and you know. Oh, you were the prank. Yeah. You prank. I did that. I did that. I brought uh, way back then. It was called fart spray. I think it was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, gosh, was I a freshman? No, I think I was a senior in high school. Fart and spray. Fart spray. It was like an aerosol. Got it from Spencer's. You know that that store. Oh, I love Spencer's. Who doesn't love going to Spencer's? That has the little gag gifts and stuff. <laughs> That's a totally eighties. You know, I, I say it's an eighties thing. It's it's new, but it's different today. Yeah. I mean, they sell dildos in there today. Yeah, oh, they do. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, that shit, I mean, back then it was just like sexually explicit, meaning that they they had they had fundies where you you'd wear the underwear with your partner, and the two people would fit in a pair of underwear. <laughs> And it was a roll of fruit roll-ups or something. Yeah, and you had edible underwear as well. Right, that was yeah. about those ratios you got back then. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't too risque. You know, now it's just like you know they like got vibrators there, or... and just it's just really. Yeah, were you there last week or? <laughs> he frequents it. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have like a like a? He owns stock in it. You have like? Are you part of their loyalty program? I, I get a I get a monthly chronicle. <laughs> you have like a whole bunch of points he's on the catalog mail list. Yeah, he's got points. But anyway, I had this. I had this fart spray and uh, I accumulated points. I got one, free one, stuff. You know, one thing that um, again, my my two friends that I would hang out with would probably co- corroborate this is I would always instigate the things, and they would always take it too far, and then you got and in trouble. they would get in trouble, and I would not. Well, it's their fault for taking it too far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, so you led them. There. That is Jeff. I'd led you them. Jeff's the instigator. You served up the softball. Jeff's the instigator. Do it. Do it. And then exit stage left what right before dick. shit hits the fan. Yes. What a dick. That would be totally something like that I would bite on. <laughs> I'd get see, all wound up. See that like, right there, those stink yeah. bombs? Stink all right, so the producer bomb. pulled all up right. these. Uh, it's a cartridge. It's a, it's a little bit bigger than a match. Not a match book, but a match it's box. Like smelly salts or something. Well, what it is. Uh, Glass vials. They're they're glass vials in there, and they're very thin. And you can easily put them under your foot and step on them, and then walk away wherever you're at. It's like a little plastic vial. It's it's a it's a glass vial. Oh god, that's horrible. But it's so thin that when you step on it, it just it disintegrates. It disintegrates into nothing. So what you do? What I would do is I would walk out, and you know it's outside, it's recess, whatever, and I would have one of the little glass vials. You just like throw it. And no, I would put it under my foot, and I wouldn't step on it right away. I would I would kneel down, put it under my foot. I would pretend like I would tie my shoe, and I'd slide it under my foot, and then I would stand up, step on it. Squish it, break up the glass real good, so don't mm-hmm. hurt themselves, and walk away. Foot. And then, no, for some reason, it didn't. You know, it dissipated pretty quick. But it, while it's dissipating, I just hear just like this wave of people behind me. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> what is oh that? <laughs> is that you again, Paul? <laughs> really? It's the deaf kid. Oh god! Yeah. Blame I'm the deaf, deaf kid. I'm not deaf. <laughs> I'm not deaf. I am a human. <laughs> 
Anyways, I got in trouble for that. That was one of the reasons I went to the office is because I shared the because uh, I went to the this German store. I am a human. And, what the hell is uh, that? I bought like a case of those. We had bought together a case of those, and it cost like five bucks. It was ridiculous. Right. And we bought a whole case of those, and um, yeah, uh, and can, one other guy knew. Yeah. And the other guy got caught because he was being stupid. Yep. Right. You gotta you be. Know? You gotta be discreet. You gotta be discreet. Super discreet. Look yeah. at me. Dun. Dun, 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 dun. Slide it under my foot. Crunch, crunch. Walk away. Dun, 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 you don't walk up to the front of the teacher and throw it in front of the teacher. No. He was just like, hey, look at me. Throw it against the wall. <laughs> what an idiot. What a maroon. Yeah. Total maroon. You know, so he gets called out by the teachers, and the teacher's like, well, Sean bought him. Sean who? <laughs> Totally ratted you out. I thought so, they were your friends. It, it, there were, but you know what? I, I, there was a, there was a guy in the same school. This was in Germany, of all places. Right. So there was a guy in the school that had the same last name as me, and, and so was, they called him up. Was his name Sean too? Same last yes, name. Yes, I was like, yeah, the same first and last name. Oh God, and, and spelled the same way. What are the odds? Because uh, my name spelled S E A N. So that poor guy got suspended all Pretty the time. Pretty high, I guess. No, well, no, he 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 cried and said it wasn't him, and then because they came to me first, I was like, nah, I don't know. It's You're like, other. it's the other guy. It's probably the other Sean. It's the other Sean. So you know, and then uh, they came back and they were like, was it you? And I was like, no. And uh, they were just like. Yeah, <laughs> come over we here. Know. Get your paddle. Get your you know, paddle. But they they didn't paddle there. But it was I totally got busted. You know, and then I had to go home with it. And then I knew my dad was going to beat the crap out of me. So I ended up walking. And this is in Germany. So and back then, uh, this was in um, the Benjamin Franklin Village in Mannheim, Germany. And uh, Mannheim. from the Mannheim, school uh, to the my the house, uh, we lived in these uh, military quarters. And the the quarters were these large apartment buildings that had three stairwells that were five stories tall. So there were. A lot of families that lived in one building. Right. And so I had to go about eight long buildings all the way home. So it wasn't that hard to get home. It didn't take that long. So I stopped about the third building in into the middle building, middle stairwell, and they had a basement, too, because they had storage in the basement. I took uh, the rest of the case, oh, no. and I was in the, in the basement, and I stomped on the, the entire thing. Case, because <laughs> oh. I had to get rid of it, and right. I didn't there want anybody. Families living in that building, Sean. It dissipated quickly. It did. They probably called hazmat. Well, and like all the families had to like relocate. No, and all their clothes were ruined. No, I even did. Uh, we even went to the library. So they did stink. They were like, "What is that?" Oh. It stunk the whole building Look, up. It stunk. It stunk, but it, it dissipated within like five ten minutes. How it would was, you know? You ran. Well, I ran from that one. <laughs> but you didn't stick around we to up, smell uh, it. We ended up going to like the library of all places, oh, and so they ultimately catch you. Uh, no, they will no. now. They're still looking. Yeah. No. no, but I got home. Interpol. Well, my dad whipped my. The Stasi is looking for him. <laughs> yeah, my dad. We whipped found my him. Ass. <laughs> His papers. Kill him. <laughs> I only got in trouble. I was a, I was a goody goody, like a sad goody goody. I got in trouble one time. I got sent to the assistant principal one time. The hell? Did you, I know, did right? Did you weep? I know. No, you were, you no. Were Check this out. It's a good story. So I'm sitting in the cafeteria, and this one kid's bullying me, right? He's, yeah, he's throwing these peas, and they're landing in my ketchup and splattering onto my clothes. And I'm like, what kind of ketchup are you had? 
You had the cheap ketchup. You had the like ketchup water. Yeah, that was I guess some I had the ketchup stuff. water. We didn't have Heinz ketchup. Back anyway, then. so he was kind of throwing. Shake that bottle. He was Did throwing your dad peas not make at me. Money? Are you guys done? They're throwing. Pe- he's throwing peas at me, and I'm like, and I'm I'm not a fighter. It's not like I'm a stand up and kick his ass, right? You didn't alpha male him. How I did. Were those peas? I didn't. So anyway, so he gets up to go get like something else, and his books were on the end of the of the table. Oh, so you just pushed the books on well, the floor? And there was, yeah, no, there was a big trash can right on the end of the table. Uh-huh. And I pushed all, I pushed like a whole stack of books, pushed them all into the trash can, and then everybody at the table dumped our trays on it. Oh, really? And so I'm sitting in class the next period or the period after, and they come in for me. Uh, Paul, Paul, we need Paul to the front yep. office plans. Can you please and send like, Paul? And they sent me to the principal's office, and I come into the principal's office, and there are the books, and they're all like, Crusty and, oh. and stuck together. Peas and ketchup. And and Spooge. he goes, and he goes, uh, okay. Uh, do you want to tell me what happened to these books? And I stood there for a second because I was going to lie. And I stood there for a second. And I went, well, I can tell you, I shoved them into the trash can, and then all of us dumped our trays on it. And he he was amazed. His eyes were huge. And he goes, and why would you do that? I go, because the guy was throwing food and and you know and throwing food at me and. Uh, got ketchup all over my shirt. He goes, go back to class. Awesome. That was it. Awesome. You he, know what? Well he sent me back too. to class because I was honest. Because right. I was honest. Right. No. I he mean, felt ser- guilty. Yeah. He no. felt guilty. You had that, like, you had those hearing aids with the D-sized yes. battery pack around your exactly. ear. Exactly. It's like these gigantic ear oh. packs. They're like, they're like earmuffs back then. And that, I, well, because that, that's what he said. When I walked in, he goes... Can you hear me? Did he sign? No, you look like one of the Lando Corinthians uh, sidekick <laughs> security guards with the earmuffs on. This really? is huge. <laughs> My God. In Cloud City. Do you even know what a hearing aid looks like? Even back then, they weren't that bad. God. You're a mess. I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time, another time, that I, that I somehow got you out of. You would be the bully. I got out of the trouble. <laughs> I would not. Yeah, you would. I was in uh, probably seventh or eighth grade. It must have been eighth grade. And we were, we didn't have hot lunches. After fifth grade, hot lunches went away. Oh, that sucks. So we didn't have that. They went past the bond. We had hot lunches all the way to the end in high school. Fifth grade, they they didn't pass the next bond, and all hot lunches went away through all the for all the schools. So all we had was milk and that you know the little orange juice thing that you could buy. So we'd line up and well, you had no food at all. Like no, no, you had to pack your lunch. You had no ham and cheese sandwiches. Nothing. You you brought your lunch every day. You had to pack your lunch every morning. I did. Oh shit. Ever since since sixth grade, which you're what eleven. Right. So from 11 on, I packed my lunch every morning. Did every you morning. make it yourself, too? I did. Really? Your parents didn't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Wow. Well, I think we're touching on some really, no, I don't some care. really raw nerves here, no, Sean. I don't care. Um, but like, anyway. I we're... had to walk uphill both ways to school yeah. in the snow, and I had to make my own damn lunch. Actually, I did have to do that as well. We'll cover that in a minute. <laughs> How is that possible? Um, <laughs> you walked backwards? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I don't think second. it works that way. Even that if you second. work backwards, it's still uphill or downhill. <laughs> I did it both ways. But anyway, we got in line to get your milk. Yes. And the the teacher wasn't there yet. We were the uh I don't know, the third or fourth in line. You drank all of them. And uh, no, we were sitting there at the cooler <laughs> yeah. waiting for the uh teacher to be there to hand them to us. Right. And there was a outlet box that was sticking out because it used to be the cafeteria where all the food was made. Right. So all the power shit was still in there. We were just standing there. And it was just a power box, a little four-outlet power box that was sticking up out of the ground on like a little uh, pipe, right? So the box was on top of it. And I didn't yeah. kick it. I was just sitting there. I was leaning against the wall, and I kick it. And sparks flew everywhere. <gasps> <laughs> Boom! Sparks flowing everywhere. Big, loud pop. 
And my friend was standing next to me. <laughs> and I was Did just you like, see that? I was just like, everyone was like, holy shit. No one saw me do it. And the teacher comes running then, grabs my friend. Takes him to the oh, principal. Uh, <laughs> grabs him, and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like vouch for him. I was just like, well, no, I was like in seventh grade or eighth grade. I was just like, you knew. Well, I did, and he went, and he's like, it wasn't me. He's it still in jail, me. isn't he? It was Jeff. He's that like was the, that son of a bitch. Yeah, he's like the, the January sixth <laughs> protesters. He's still in jail. Oh, he's still in oh, jail. God, isn't that crazy? Ah, I shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah, that's crazy. That's cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Keep. So you basically burned the school down and blamed your friend. Yeah, it was a big, big loud, big pop smoke came up. You so know, what, when the electrical. Wh- why would it do that? It arced, so it popped a, uh, a circuit. I mean, um, what, why would it do that? So how big of a spark was it? It was. It how was long big. did it last? No, it was fast. Like a second. Yeah. Boom. It was like. Um. So something arced. So uh, depending on the 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 amperage, I mean, it was probably a big, nice, big, fat twenty. Amp circuit or something like that, or if it was maybe even probably thirty, 30. Or forty, something like that. 30. Depending if there well, was like a pizza what, it's probably oven what, hooked it up to it. Yeah, it was, it was the big probably. It's where you would line up where the uh, some some of the older the uh, right? oh the ten thousand some of the commercial <laughs> older ten thousand amp breaker boxes back then had what they called federal boxes, and these federal boxes, uh, the breakers that traditionally are put in there are harder to trip. Right, so it allows. Uh, whenever there's a, a cross, and that's why the sparks last. Nowadays, you can fart next to a plug and it'll trip it, you know? Right. Yeah. Especially with yours. Your plugs My or farts? Your, your farts. Oh, not the plug? Yeah, Paul. No, no, no really. Honestly, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, you know, back then the 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 breakers just weren't. You know, they're designed to trip, but they're also designed to to maintain a certain load before it trips. You know, yeah. and nowadays they've got a lot more safety involved in there. That's why there's a lot so, of arcs. So going back to the discipline in school. So today, zero. <clears throat> zero discipline. I'm all for corporal punishment. They can't do anything to these kids. You can't touch them. You can't talk sternly to them. You no, can't. I'm for corporal punishment. We told our you kids. You can have teachers, sex with them. Yeah, you could do that. Well, I mean, they do, but it's not allowed. Yeah. We told all our teachers up through probably when you had the teacher conferences. If he misbehaves, beat him. Yeah, it's like, shock you, you have my permission if you want to give him a spark. And here's my taser. You can use it anytime you want. Here, make him go pick a switch off the tree. Nice. This is, this is a special underwear. Yeah. This is my favorite twitch. No, switch. but we, we told him I was like, if if you need to get on them, you have my support, kind of a thing. If you need who, to yell at them. Who was the football player that got totally? I was torn just thinking that. Um, uh, he Adrian played Peterson. Minnesota, Minnesota Adrian Vikings. Peterson. Yeah, Adrian oh, he beat Peterson. his kid, right? Well, Not he, he see, took a switch and he yeah, beat the shit out of him. his kid. I, hell, I got switched as a kid. Yeah. I, I got beaten with a fiberglass rod. What, what kind of fiberglass rod? Like a fishing pole? It was like a fiberglass rod. Now, granted, you know, he didn't do it very often. It was more, he called it the swing, singing switch because he would be like, I've had enough. And he'd get it and he'd go. Jesus Christ. How was that? That was like, uh, you did, know, did it sound crouching like a, tiger, hidden dragon or whatever. That did, it sound, did it sound like a, <laughs> a singing switch to you? It was a no. fiberglass rod that he would wave in the air and it would go. Uh, sounds like a fishing pole. They used to take like a, a, a yardstick and, and, and crack that on my ass. Yeah, they take the yardstick and, and crack the knuckles too. You know, seriously, I, I think my grandparents had like a case of them. And because every time he racked one on me, he always broke it. Right. He'd come back, oh, you just broke my thing. And he freaking bought a case of the damn thing. He'd have another one next time. That only happened to me once. So, you know, remember when we had sliding glass doors and like you don't trust the lock, you had to put a piece of wood. Right. In between the door and the wall. 
Yep. My dad got so mad at me, he grabbed that thing and was chasing me up the stairs and hit me over the head and it cracked. And he was like, oh, damn it. Because that's just... <laughs> That was his, that well, was, was security. Yeah, that was it's his a, security. It's a proprietary piece of wood. There. Yeah, because it, it has to be cut. the perfect length, right? right? And he was like, "I'm dead, dang it!" And, and beat you with the other half. And of course, I didn't even feel it. I mean, he hit right. my head, and I was like, "Oh, damn, damn!" He just hit me on the head. And he was like, "Oh!" And then I, I ran to my room. Oh my god! And, and you wept. And I wept, wept for days. Wept. Whatever. No. Yeah. Anyway, to, so so they, we don't. They don't allow any of that in today's schools, right? So I tell you what, they're they're more firm, um, firm in some schools than others. Nice. I just say did it, did it, allow, it, it totally it depends on the teacher, schools. though, because my wife, right? She's a brand new teacher, right? So she's been there. A, she's been a, a t- teacher for a year, not even. She started in the fall, right? So she's in the in the middle of her first year. Wait, no. No, it's her second year. Oh, she's starting her second year. God, I'm losing my mind. Anyway, so she doesn't put up with anything, right? She raised three boys. And she doesn't put up with anything. That's no excuse. So they come into the class, right? Fifth graders on one side of the class, and she's working with their third graders. And for some reason, the teacher walked out of of the classroom, the other teacher, and they were... Making hooting and hollering and making all sorts of noise, and she was like, Enough. She was like, Did Zool come yeah, out? There is no Shelly, only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> and and she was like screaming at them. They were all like, <gasps> and she was like, I'm not dealing with it. And then like, but none of the teachers will do that. They don't do that. Yeah. Shelly's like, I'm gonna get in trouble. And she knows eventually she's gonna get talked to about being too firm with them. But well, I tell you what, when they're in her classroom, they, I, she's got them, she's got them conditioned. Yeah, well, the, they the, behave. Well, there, there's, there's certain rules on that first day you have to establish. Yeah, these are my rules. Yeah, if you break them, these are the consequences, and uh, that's a key thing. That when you go through teacher certification or or through school to get your teacher degree. That's one of the things that they teach you is you need to establish Absolutely. authority and rules on that first day. Well, and what's if you interesting, don't, you lose control. Right. And what's interesting is she's a resource teacher, right? So the, she does like one-on-one with a, a handful of students, right? Probably not more than 10 or 15. And they're the kids that, you know, for one reason or another, they have to get pulled out of their own classroom and they have to have that one-on-one discipline or one-on-one teaching. And it's usually because they're behavior problems. You know what I'm saying? They're right. behind because they're constantly getting in trouble or they're being disruptive or they something or you know something. So she's got the kids that and then some of them have learning disabilities and they checked out of school, they don't give a shit. And so they're just, you know, I mean she's got a handful of all these different type of kids. Anyway, but they come to her and you know, they're amped up. Like, you know, this is fun time, but we're going to we're going to screw oh, around. Yeah. Right. But not now. Right. She they love her too because they she's showing them boundaries. They they go they come from households that there are no boundaries. Right. And when a kid is outside their boundaries, it's insecure. I mean, they, they don't act like it. You know what I mean? They're like, well, test and test and test right. and test and, and do this and do that. Anyway, it's just interesting. And she thinks she's going to get in trouble because they're not allowed to do that kind of stuff. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Well. So. Well, well to someone complains, I, I would just keep doing it. That's what I told her. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the, 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 the parents, it's usually not the students. It's the parents who are the problem. Usually, that turn teachers just foul on the whole industry. Agreed. I need a new bag. It's the parents who call up and go, "That's not my baby." Right. You know, it's not my baby. My baby can't well, do that. The right. the teachers have a. They've got a lot of stuff 
uh, going on. They've got a lot of responsibility. They have a lot to take in. I mean, their job is not only to to teach the curriculum. Uh, they have to. They 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 wear a lot of hats. They they are out. They have to take care of the well being of that child, whether it's indirect or directly. So if that child shows up, it's got bruises. Oh yeah. You know they, they got to be aware of that stuff. You know if that child shows up and you know they're 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 sleeping through class. They're you know there's there's drugs. There's. I know my wife uh, builds really strong relationships with with some of her students. Good. Um, not all of them. Me and Mrs. Jones. No, not in that way. But (laughs) she has some of her students reach out, and they're a senior in college. And they're shooting her emails going, your class and your teaching made this, it was the best, and it made this a lot easier than what it was. And she loves getting that stuff. Oh, of course. And this is four years after she had them. That is why teachers do their thing. They want to make a difference in the the students' lives. That's why they do it. Now, here's the unfortunate thing. They spent about... 30% 30% of the time teaching and 70% of the time doing bullshit administrative stuff. Crazy administrative stuff. And all the teachers are like totally, I mean, they were already like burdened and, and swamped and overwhelmed. And then COVID hit. I don't, think, I don't think my wife does all that. Oh my God. You should hear the stories I hear about, especially when COVID hit. Now they have, because some guy, some kids are from home. Some kids are in the school. Oh yeah. She definitely complains about that. And then it, but you don't even, it, it's not a class. You don't have one classroom, and some of them are home, and some of them are in the classroom. You're getting; they are getting online students from other schools. Like it's crazy. Like they're trying to balance everything, and they're running around. And I don't blame them. I mean, it's this is unprecedented. Right? Well, there are no virtual schools anymore. Uh, no, not, at least not what what no, my wife's doing. Well, yeah, no, Frisco ISD. They're still uh, the, they have the choice. Well, my wife doesn't have any. Oh, well, good for her. Because Shelly has to... She had them last year. Shelly has some of them that have to do it. Oh, yeah. No, Shelly hates it, too. They don't pay attention. Yeah, they don't pay attention, and she doesn't have any this year. They lost a whole year of education, no question about it, Yeah. when COVID hit. Yeah, I think our our kids, I know you've still got one in there, but uh, I think, you know, unfortunately, COVID hit when it did, but they got lucky that it got hit when it did. Because otherwise, if it, it was earlier... They would have been dealing with that the last. I think oh, you're, the, I, you're talking about your your yeah, boys. Yeah, like yeah, Stephen and uh, Dawson, yeah. Yeah. Um, Preston. Yeah, I think you know they 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 missed what two months of the yeah. senior year. But well, I th- no, they didn't miss anything. They just did online. Well, it was online. Oh, oh, that's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, so okay, that's but what you're saying. the 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 seniors that were last year they missed the entire year. I know. Well, screwed up. I you felt know. bad for all the graduating seniors. They couldn't do any of the things that they were supposed to do. They didn't yeah. have any, I, I mean, felt bad for Stephen and the and the boys because they didn't have the prom. Right. They didn't have the senior day. All the all the senior shit you all do at the, the end stuff. of the last couple of months. All but, the stuff. You know, it, it jacked up his birthday as well. His 18th birthday was but, just us uh, sitting you know, in the backyard. It's I know ah, it, you say that in and I agree to we a certain nude. point, but uh, I mean <laughs> nowadays the the students aren't even going to the prom. Oh, I know. I, I they I know. usually. Don't right? they get all gussied they, up they, and then they go, go to dinner, they do take the pictures, pictures, do change, a hotel room, and, and, and they, they go, go to, a party. to the after party. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they take all their clothes off. They put Hold in, on, what? Well, they're at, they're at the after party. Yes, but yeah, I mean, I think um, I didn't go to the prom. Um, my, I went my senior year. I went briefly, and then my girlfriend was like, "Let's go. I don't want to be here." Yeah, I didn't go when I was there. Everyone would go because it was a big dance. And then they had the the queen and the king and all of those 
awards and all that shit because uh, it was just still then. But now it's they still have the dance, but I don't think a lot of people go to it. I don't right. think it. Anyway. No, I I don't think they do. They may make a brief appearance. Right. I mean, I'm amazed they still have them because I think so few people go that. What's the point? Well, they really need to. I mean, I think it's it's, it's sad because back in the fifties and sixties, a big deal. It's a celebratory uh, event. And well, even when I was in school, it's a big in, deal in the eighties. Yeah, it was, at least in my school, it was. I mean, I went to the prom. Uh, you know, I, we we went through the whole thing. I mean, it was it was they had like the the king, queen, and best dressed, <clears throat> funniest. Yeah, they they went through the whole thing. They had a bunch too. Well, good. They, they, Most talented. In, uh, uh, I I hope that doesn't go. And then away they had the after party, biggest bosoms, and we went to the after party. And then the girl that I was dating at the time, we ended Lucky up uh, going over to my sister's apartment. What? I, well, I mean, I was I was saying you know we went to the prom and then you got some after parties. Oh yeah, no, and I, then that, uh, you that know was the whole point. Oh the my god, parties. that was yeah, that was a great parties. night. Oh yeah, that was still, that was going on. You know, and uh, our big thing was we were up in Cincinnati, so you'd go to the prom, then the after parties, and the next day. You would all go to Kings Island, which is an amusement park. Oh, like Kings Island. Kings Island. Kings Island. Interesting. It's much better than Six Flags. Oh, how's that? It is just better rides. <laughs> bigger. It's not what I heard. You said Six Flags, and I was like, "What?" No, I heard, it's like Six Flags, heard, but it's better. No, what I heard was sexual acts. Don't ask me why. No, much better than sexual acts. Yeah. Good lord, do you need yeah, to change Kings your batteries? <laughs> But you said Six Flags. I don't know how I got that. But anyway, I was like, what? Yeah, it's a much better uh, amusement park than Six Flags. It's actually really, really good. Is it still around? Yeah. Are you just saying that because that's what you experienced? No, my wife thought the same thing. And then she went. She goes, yeah, it's just better. Well, in Denver, where oh, the I... pictures show that. When I spent, good. I spent time, a lot of time in Denver growing up. And uh, we went to Elitch's. Who? Elitch's. Elitch's. And it was better than Six Flags. Yeah. I think Six Flags is kind of <laughs> blah, not very good. Well, I mean, nowadays they they all uh, try to outdo each other with the big fancy, big fancy rides. I tell you, I tell you the so best... there's probably no competition between back in our day and now. Well, I tell you what, the best roller coaster I've ever been on is called the Beast, and I probably rode it three hundred times. What was his name? The Beast. Oh, it's the roller coaster. It's the wow. world's well, at least I, I think it still is the world's largest wow. and fastest wooden roller coaster. I think that's a picture of it. Where is here. it? Oh, uh, anyway, Kings Island. I thought the one was the Dallas was the, no. the, the what is it called the the, the Roy, giant the giant. Uh, God, there's the the one of the wooden ones. Maybe it's still there. It's so rickety, it hurts. Oh, no. yeah, that's it. That's the giant. Are you talking about the one in Six Flags? Here? I guess so. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I mean it's a. Uh, I mean, I mean I've never the last been time there. I was on it, I don't—I can't remember. It was years and years ago, but it was like my back was jarred and it was awful. Yeah, you're just old. I am old. Um, yeah. It's surprising because you're in shape. Not really. Not anymore. Well, I'll tell you what—they—the the beast that opened in 1980, and uh, it, it's—if you ever make it up there and make it to the, make sure you ride that ride. It, it's one of the best uh, roller coasters I've ever been on. But oh, the Titan at the, the Six Flags here is pretty good. You've been on the Titan? Again, meh. 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 You're like, meh. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Well, I'll tell you one thing about the Titan that I liked is that- You almost uh, black out? The initial initial hump that you come down, uh, it goes down fast. But then you, you, because you you envision, uh, it goes under the ground. So that's the whole thing. So you're you're headed, you're- you're, Yeah, it goes into a tunnel down into the ground. That's what the beast does. It it trips you out because mentally you're kind of like- 
um, shouldn't it be coming up, pulling up anytime soon? And then all of a sudden, whoop, it's black. You're like, oh, wow. And that's... then it's really loud in that tunnel. Everybody yeah. screams and it's super loud. I was quiet in ours. Yeah, that's what the oh, beast does. It, it goes up <laughs> to the first hill and it goes down straight into <laughs> the ground. <laughs> Why do they have, hold on, you got this this picture of here, the Texas giant. In the far right, you have this bottom picture of this big woman. That that's says, the lady who flew the victim. Off. That's the lady who flew out of the car. How? She's too fat. And she couldn't. She latch. couldn't latch it, huh? She so, survived. No, she died. She flew oh, out of the no. car. Oh, Jesus Christ! She she at, died at 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 Six Flags. Correct. Oh my Good Five God. six years ago. I did not want to know that. Yeah, she she. Well, uh, why they even let her get in there if she can't get? Well, they started in. having. They started to be more restrictive, and Brandon, the size he is. He couldn't ride it. He, hey, he, well, he has trouble riding because he's six five, big lineman. Well, didn't some dude like lose his hat, a baseball cap, or something like that, and then he decided he was going to jump the fence of don't go back there, and that um, happened as well at six flags. Some guy, uh, he got his head, he got decapitated. Yeah, by, by the roller coaster. By someone's foot, punted it, coming down. His foot hit the head and disconnected the head, and for real. That was at wow. Six Flags. Yeah, that was Six Flags. They he, were going so fast, it yeah, he literally was, knocked his head he off. He went back there to get his baseball cap, and he was kind of like, oh, look at this. There's some glasses. There's some wallet. There's all this stuff here. I'm in. Like, yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah. Wow. They're stupid Is that people. for real? Is that a real story? Well, I mean, I think it's I don't real. know if the foot did it, but he died. It, I think the car did it. No, right? it's impossible. It was a foot. It was a dangling foot that took his head off. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but that lady. Six Flags. But I remember Brandon. Um, he was seventeen or so, and uh, you know they have the little teenager uh, people, girls working the the rides, and she's like, "You're too fat to ride. You need to get off." <sighs> so him being that, and, he, and he's not. He's just he's an extremely large man. Right. Yeah. So no, he's not fat at all. No, and and uh, you know. After that, I had to have a discussion with him that says, well, guys so, your size so are team, limited to what they could do sometimes. You know, sometimes you can't ride that roller coaster because you're 6'5", 270 pounds, right? So you can't yeah. ride a horse. There are certain things you can't do. Of course. Yeah. But it doesn't say exactly yeah, it how. Say how so it it says a teenager was uh, decapitated by a roller coaster after he hopped a oh, pair of fences. And entered a restricted area Saturday at Six Flags over Georgia, Authority said. Six Flags officials are uncertain why the identified 17-year-old from the Columbia scale two six two six-foot fences and passed signs that said, hey, man, don't go in here because you're stupid. So he didn't know. Yeah, whatever. He wasn't so very clear. Six Flags closed the roller coaster uh, after that Saturday incident. The ride was expected to reopen Saturday. No ride. So I don't say, okay, the teen parents... I don't see how it got, but... It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I, I'm almost sure it was his foot, because there was a joke about it on the the yeah. nighttime shows. Like, he was punting his... Uh, right, right. They, they made the punting joke. Right. And then they had another one right below that where some some teenager got their legs severed by some dangling cable that had come loose. What? Yeah, it was right below that in 2007. All right. I, I don't want to hear any of this I stuff. know. It. It's awful. They they said they were able to reattach one of the legs, but not the other one or something. I don't know. Ah, wait. Well, the only... That is no good thing with that. That's 
Yeah. Well, there's a lot of lot of horrible things happen at some of these amusement parks. I I remember uh, living in New Jersey at the time. There was um, uh, it was actually in Connecticut. I mean, I lived in New Jersey, but we went to Connecticut because that's where my my relatives live. And there was a haunted house in one of the uh, amusement parks that caught fire. So it's dark already in the haunted house. And people and, were in there when it caught fire. Yeah, it caught fire, and there were there were a dozen people that that got stuck in there. Like died. Yeah, they got died. Smoke and uh, oh, it caught fire, man. and they 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 died. And you know that that's some that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, there's been some really bad uh, fire stories, right? That was the whole Great White concert. Remember that? <sighs> yeah, and I, they were trying to get out, great and the, white. all the. <laughs> Yeah, the Great White Concert. The, 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 the pyrotechnics uh, that that were uh, a Ca- little overcharged for the the size of venue that and caught they were the ceiling on fire. It just kind of and for some reason they had chained all the, the exits, doors. The exits were chained. The hell and they couldn't they? get out. I like. Yeah. I think like hundred. That was a fuck up on the on the building. You know. Oh, and, and yeah. The thing is, is that I think that what the the inside story is on that is that there were uh, the kids kept opening up the doors. And right. they were letting their friends in. Right. Uh, nonstop. They and were they like, said, fuck it, we're locking them. Enough of this. Oh, damn. Yeah. Brutal. Well, brutal, brutal. I remember another one. Not This is a horrible topic to be on, but do you remember one in San Francisco where they had some sort of, it was like an abandoned building that a whole bunch of artists set up, set up shop in, and same kind of deal. It, it, it caught fire, and there were the the exits were blocked, or the exits, yeah, they were blocked. They couldn't even find, they couldn't find the exits. Look that up for me, Mister Producer. It was, it was a San Francisco art district the fire, ghost ship warehouse fire. Yeah, that sounds right. Some sort of warehouse, and it was. So the ghost ship warehouse fire was a fire that occurred in a former warehouse in the Fruitville neighborhood of Oakland, California. Okay, this was converted into an artist collective. That's it with living spaces. That's it. The fire occurred on December second, two thousand sixteen, approximately eleven twenty p.m. And P- they had a Pacific and, time. And they had a concert. <laughs> and they were like a hundred people. Okay, there it is. Hundred eighty to a hundred people attending the concert. Thirty six of them were killed. Yeah, that's crazy. People. Oh, it's awful. Well, you remember back? We we just talked about Great White, the Great White concert. Yeah. Well, you remember the country club that caught on fire in the late seventies? Country club. No. The Hollywood. Uh, I remember reading about this way back then. The Beverly Hills Supper Club. Beverly Hills Supper Club? Look that one up. Beverly Hills Supper Club fire. I wonder what the worst fire is in the history of the United States. Probably the Chicago fires. Well, yeah. This one was uh, pretty bad. Um, Deadliest nightclub fire. The Chicago fires were by far the worst because the whole fucking city caught fire. You're talking about like 1919 or something? Yeah, ish. Yeah, okay. the cow kicked over the thing. Anyway, 165 people died on this one. Um, I don't remember, but I remember hearing about it, and I was I was young when this happened, but I remember hearing about it. And uh, 200 were injured. Yeah, and 165. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. How does it, that happen? I don't know if it was because the doors were locked or or what. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, I remember. I remember that one as a kid hearing about that one. I was eight. Yeah, all kinds of crazy ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we go through the different ways? Ah, well, I'm boarding an airplane Thursday, so let's talk about that. No, let's shoot through the sky not. at 500 miles an hour through a thin metal tube. Yeah, let's let's not do that. 
Let me ask one question, though. In, How about uh, taking a vaccine? Taking the Bernoulli effect? Right. So, so on the heels of the September 11th, you, do you think it's ever possible for another plane to be hijacked again? Yes. Absolutely. How? How can they get in the cockpit? Um, I don't know. Ways. I mean, I'm sure there's ways. Yeah. So I'm, you think in in our lifetime we're going to have another well, American well, American Airlines? Who knows? I, I would never say never because you know how do you get in those cockpits? First of all, you got to know how to get in the cockpit. If you know how to get in, then you can get in. And you, there's this backdoor shit always. There's not a fucking little lever that opens and shuts. So, yes, there is. But there's yeah, also got to be like what if the pilot passed a, out? There's got to be a way for the stewards to get in there. There's a digital a lock. That will allow you access to that. And if there's a digital lock that will allow access to that, then there's a way to break into it. There's a way to hack it. But also, you know, again, you see the movies where the pilots are locked in there. The hijackers have the plane. They're like, we're going to kill someone every minute until you let us in. But they, have a, they have a policy where Boom. they well, that's the thing. don't let them. Are those pilots strong enough? They, they, have may, to... they may have a policy, but are they strong enough? If they don't, they're all dead anyway. Yeah. Well, that's the you thing, know, what you have to do, but... In the moment, I know. I hear you. You know, it's it's a hard thing to. They just pull up this eight year old girl. But then they got other the stuff too, I, where I, you know, you know yep. the, the the plane is. Uh, they they don't even have to get on the plane to hijack the plane. You know, there's there's ways to access control of the plane remote. With like a like a a PlayStation remote. Like a drone ish, yeah. I guess. I like mean, a I don't know. Simulator. I mean, I don't know how real real uh, realistic that is. It seems to well, me they, like you know, they is talk that about, ability out there. I don't know. Actually. I mean, they, can, I don't you, know. can you hack into a plane remotely? I don't know if you can. I, I know there are some planes that you can. I would say it's possible. I, I don't know if there's some because the planes are all computerized now. Well, it doesn't mean they're hooked up shit. to the internet. We've had the discussion. <laughs> We're not saying the internet. Well, wirelessly, you know, you have to be. You have to I mean, be I hard be, well, that's what ILS is. I could be sitting in 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 the first row, the, the first class, and with my phone and and tap into some Bluetooth device that allows me access to control the plane, and I can I reroute us to the freaking. Well, I mean, think I about it. it. Most planes nowadays are landed by ILS, which is instrument landing system. The pilots don't land. The the, the but the, that's on board. The, the well, it, I, well, I thought it was controlled by the tower of the airport. No, no, that's all. Uh, that's that's something that's self-contained within the plane itself. Oh, okay. It's kind of like an that's automatic raising system. But they've got to be sending signals out from the from the from the tower no. of what well, to do. No. no, no, no. So it's just it goes back to goes back to the whole continental pipeline. It got hacked because it's online. Does it really need to be online? Agreed. Those those type of things. Do if planes are online where you can hack, they need to be undone, right? I mean, why do you need to have that hooked up? And I'm not saying they are. But it could be something really easy too. I mean, it it could be it could be something that, let's just say you have a network that's not online. All right. I'm right. If you uh, ILS works by sending two beams up from the landing runway. One telling the pilots if they are too high or too low. The other telling them that they are left or right of the run, runway center line. The radio beam signals are interpreted by the aircraft's computer systems and relay this information to the pilots. Those are ah, it's well, possible. So they're okay. guidelines. It's but, possible, but you know, is it is it radar type things? I don't can know. you hack radar and take over a plane? I don't know. We can try. I'm in. I'm let's, not saying it's let's not do a possible. summer project. All right. Yeah, I'll have another beer, please. Ah, sure. I mean, the Yingling uh, traditional lager is, um, I think it's Brown's Course. Mm. Shiner, Shinerbach for you? I like Shinerbach. 
We should make a trip down to Shiner. Where is it? It's just don't south. Say, don't Texas. say Shiner, Texas. I know that. Where is Shiner, Texas? It's down south, I believe. It's in Texas. Down by Houston. Ugh. Isn't it close to Houston? I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Producer, you can look up Shiner, Texas. Yeah, he's Texas. not looking up anything right now. He's playing a video game. Where is Shiner, Texas? You better not be playing a game. He's totally playing a game. Give me your phone. He's doing homework. You're grounded. Mr. Producer, you're grounded. You need a SWAT. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where is Shiner, Texas? That's that's a very proud uh, local beer. And plus, it's a Czech- Czechoslovakian uh, uh, Czech Republic. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, south. That's in between San Antonio and Houston. It's almost exactly in between the two. You oh. could almost make that trip from Fredericksburg. Oh. Well, well, slap my ass and call me happy. Fredericksburg is west of northwest of San Antonio, though. Okay. So it's probably going to be an hour or more. <laughs> it's the, really? It's the Spetzel. Well, you, go to Mary's ta- you go to Mary's Tacos. Mary's? So do you guys prefer Shiner Blonde like or General Shiner? <laughs> I like both. Mary's Tacos. Shiner that, Blonde is, is their that the light. red light district? In Shiner. Miners. The red light district of Shiner, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one little cottage. Mary's Tacos. That makes me think of that makes me think of like the craziness that was going on in Frisco and Plano. What? Back in Oh, you're talking about the Roses uh, yeah. massage parlors? Yes. Well, no, they were little They were little tiny. Well, they were whorehouses. Yes, Thank you, they Jeff. were tiny. We were trying to avoid that word. Yeah, we, but, yeah. really? But thank you. Little Best little right. whorehouse in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, up until little the point. Happy well, up, ending bungalows. Up until right before I moved into Frisco, which was in 1997, yeah, they could, still had an operating whorehouse. Yeah. They're down on 121, at least the one I knew. Yes. We drive by their old house sitting out back, and you're like. Yes. I've never heard of yeah. one of those. You've I never mean, heard of it? I have heard of that, yes, but I've never seen it. Well, it's oh, not we, there anymore. Well, we saw it. I saw it. Well, I, I did too, but it's not there now. I You'd show went. up and they'd be like, Norm! No. Like, I, ne- Pool. I never went there. Well, wow. I didn't use my real name. Yeah. But I never went there. No, I, so I heard. Uh, that was believable. No. no. I heard. I've never been there. Like I don't know. Who, like I don't know who. Really. I, this is all. It's on the north side. This is all of 121 This is all ridiculous side information or, or or secondhand information. Side boob. But like the police cost forty five dollars for a hand job. But I've never point, been there. It was either the police chief or the fire chief that was like known to be a regular type of thing. I was like, shit. He was a connoisseur. I don't know of the chicken ranch. I don't know. She must have had soft hands. What's crazy is how 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 it lasted so long. That was through the nineties. I know. Yeah, they also have uh There were I've heard of also. God bless it. South of three eighty, but north of one twenty in Texas, uh, gambling places where mm. you can g- gamble and play poker. Oh, very nice. In Texas. Well, for those people that are listening to our podcast that are not in Texas, I remember. I remember in uh, like a few years ago. I think it was. I think it was right? in Plano. Where the uh, it was just a regular house where they set up like a swinging oh brothel type thing. Go and on. And basically, basically what it was, I think it was in Plano, and basically the neighbors, it was like a neighborhood just like we're in here, right? And it was like every Saturday, there are people that have swingers parties probably all the time. Well, what <sighs> it was is is like it's my ex brother in law swingers parties. Hundreds of cars would line up oh. the streets. And they started taking notice, and, and when they when they broke into this place, mattresses lined all the floors. Mattresses. Oh, gross! Yeah. So it was just a, it was like a room, but it was just 
instead of carpet, so it was a it giant orgy. It was. It was a big orgy, and they got arrested and shut down. And why they were minding their own business, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no. That's that's just uh, coming from somebody hey, that, who went to the nudist colony. But that, that wasn't that wasn't my. I, I uh-huh. had no choice. I had uh-huh. to go. Why did you ask to stay longer? Because they had fucking chili. <laughs> and on a tricycle. It's very they, spicy. You, yeah. you rode around naked on a tricycle that for was two not weeks. Me. You that, know he dipped his for balls two in weeks. It. You were down there. Ooh, That's why it was so salty. What? Ah, so salty. All right. Well, some of those folks that don't know what the hell they're talking about. I, I had a job down in a Edinburgh, job. Texas, a and I was job. doing something. And uh, unbeknownst mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to the people that sent me there, the place I was to work was a nudist colony. And then I mm-hmm. re- reported back to them, and I was like, dude, do you realize you sent me to a nudist colony? They were like, uh, no, and then we got a chuckle out of it. And I was like, that's <laughs> real nice, but I'm scarred for life. <laughs> so there are no you, sexy uh, young you women? see nude people. I, oh, dude, I showed up, and... Uh, they were uh, everywhere? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, wow. they were everywhere. There people were. It's a nudist colony. Well, then you said one guy was riding a trike Dude, with his a, junk all splayed over the seat. Yeah. Okay. Then you know these big old shit stains all over the seat. You know, <laughs> make it sound like you're 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 you're. And he, meat. he had a full body tan too. <laughs> he had a big I old ant, the chicken. He had an anteater penis that was. I mean, okay. he was so proud of it. The shit was hanging down. And okay. I was like, come on. Okay, I get it. Thank you. Thank you. So it's larger times? than mine. Thank you. So how many times did you look? Just twice. Once. <laughs> because I was kind of like, is he? You're yeah. like, what? God, what? he is. He Fuck, he, he is. He's on a tricycle. What? He was wearing a tricycle. He was driving a and he's looking really an close. adult tricycle. What with brand of tricycle is that? Was a little shit really in the basket in the front. Did it have the little uh, streamers on the handles? We did not have the streamers. Have the big but then they flag. had a few ladies show up too. <laughs> With orange, the orange flag in the back, orange flag yeah, in the, the back. Oh my god! I, I forgot about those. I think I think he did. I, I don't recall though. Um, but like a, look, the place like had a, like the place hey, had flooded. He could have been on a, an adult big wheel. The the place had flooded. Okay, so I I was yeah, out there with his crotch, and like kind of. I had up. to wear these these wait wait is it waiting boots? Waiters, waiters. I I mean I had it, dude. It was deep. I'd go way out there, and there were guys out there naked. In the water. <laughs> in the water. With you. You're just like, hey. And they're like, hey. Well, I mean, this hey, was a, doing, technically this boy? was a, a trailer park in Edinburgh, Texas. and But it was a nudist colony. So what it is is that people go down to South Texas, and they live in a community where they know a bunch of people. And they basically, they travel. So like a certain couple months out of the year, they go there when it's when it's cold and because it's warmer down there. And then in the summertime, they go up north where it's not as cold. And a little bit warmer. So it's right. just like, it's a seasonal thing. So you have these people so that a bunch move of, around. So it's a bunch of retirees. Yes. Yes. So and, and that bunch body of, shape. New yeah. Retirees. So that's what that's what I was exposed to. So there was a bunch of teabag tit bitches walking around. So, so it wasn't like, oh my God. like 22-year-olds. No, it was, no, it was not. Nothing. No. Nothing like that. So no, this they, wasn't. Instagramming. The, so is th- this wasn't an MTV awards ceremony. This was. <laughs> so just because <laughs> they the were. Tall commercial. <laughs> just because they were nudists doesn't mean they're swingers, right? No. Um, I guess not. I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, they're not all walking around with boners. Well, uh, well, I mean, I didn't well, see that many. Thank of them. you for adding that. But could you imagine be sitting at the table and you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, my bad, guys. <laughs> Sorry, you, you, he bent over. Oh, and I, I don't know. I mean, 
you know what I mean? You would almost think that if this a, a nudist colony is tied into like you know tied into swinging and tied into I don't think it's I don't think it's sexual stuff. I don't I don't think it is either. It's more like a liberation thing. It's like it we're is. gonna we're gonna just live the way we want to with no clothes. All right. Well, thank yeah. you for that. I think I agree with you. Um, I'm I'm start I started to reflect a little bit when you. I know I heard this, the music come out. I started to reflect, but I think you're right. Uh, there's not a whole lot of sexual stuff like that going on. I think there yeah. are some folks in the community that are like that, okay. but I think the majority of it is exactly what you're saying. It's it's, just, it's a liberation thing. I just want to, yeah. you know, I just want to walk around nude. There's a lot of. I uh, want to like. Give I'd say the there's middle half. finger to the whole world. So if you have, I say there's half. I say there's like half uh, heterosexual people there and half gay people there. Right. I, I mean, I think it's an even balance because there were a bunch of dudes, so unlike which, us. So and which ones were, uh, ride the tricycle with the the orange flag? Oh, he was a sailor. <laughs> he was a bear. No, he was not a bear. We've well, talked about like your slug. leather your leather convention bear. All right, dudes like us, the Sean. We'll be back. Second half coming up. I'm Paul. And I'm Jeff. (sighs) What's today? Tuesday. Thanks. September 20-something. Meat is on. Oh, is the meat on? Oh, that's what you went downstairs for, you son of a bitch. All right, we'll catch you guys on the second half.